0: Hi, I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? So join us in our conversation.
1: A great day to talk is brought to you by St. George Design. Offering complete website design, social media management, search engine optimization, Google and Facebook ad management, and many other digital and print marketing services. StGeorgeDesign.com. And by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes, third generation builders who have been building custom homes in Southern Utah for over 25 years. They will take your dream home from concept to completion. Contact richardsonbrothers.com. The April Gates Group and Zion Canyon Real Estate have been specializing in helping Southern Utah clients buy and sell property for over 18 years. We can help you too. Call or text April today, 435-632-8869. 435-632-8869.
0: Hello, all our friends and relations. Hello, my friends here. We are um, here for our biweekly conversation. It is a great day to talk as it always is a great day to talk. I am Ms. Jill. Not known as Mrs. Burkett now because I'm out of school. That's right. right. Exactly. <laughs> and to my left, I have the beautiful uh, Kim Michelle, Miss Kim Michelle, who is not Miss Poland right now that's because right. she's out of school. Uh-huh. And to her left is Miss Patty, who yes. is also out of school and no longer Patty Richardson. So Hi, my friends. Hi. hi, hi, friends. So happy to you know, see uh, you. It's kind of weird
2: going every two weeks. I, I feel like it's been f- a while. It's forever. It's been like a I, month. Two weeks. I know. Yeah, hasn't it
0: been a month? We've had yeah. a lot happen in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, two so, weeks, yeah. <clears throat> we're uh, trying to catch up on that. Trying to catch up on the fact that we're into summer, and trying to catch up on the fact that our world is in some again crisis crisis yeah of all things it's the end of retrograde and that's like i'm just hoping once this changes a little bit then maybe something will settle down i don't think
3: so you know you
0: hope for that
3: for sure and um i think we get to step into something more than
0: just hope it has to be because nothing else is working Mm -hmm. i would agree with that yeah Mm -hmm. So today, uh, Let's, uh, real quick,
2: I, I didn't m- mention this to you guys before, but should we just do a quick recap on April. Uh, April, April and last yeah. yes. week's um, podcast. Two weeks ago, we had a podcast with our friend April Gates, who was with a group going to the to Poland to, Poland. to help Ukraine refugees. And I don't know if you have followed her or if you have um, donated to her Venmo account. We've shared it on our website a couple times. However, yes. she's um, still there. She's still there. She'll yes. be there till
0: Thursday. Um, and. Did you see the pictures that she posted yesterday of all of the items that they had from yeah. the afternoon? Yeah, yeah. that.
2: Oh. And then she also posted that uh, there is a baby daycare area in a train station. station. Yep. Um, that they heard was out of formula. So they went and bought formula and diapers and wipes and yep. and yep. got to that uh, refugee camp that had babies at it. I imagine there's different refugee camps for different ages, I guess, but this was where the babies were. Right.
0: When they get off the train. Yeah. Oh, right, So they had yeah. all those okay. items available for the moms as soon as they got off the train coming mm-hmm. out of the Ukraine. And thankfully, April and her friends were able to get some... Do we call it merchandise or yeah? The, because supplies, the, yeah, the products, yeah. products are available in
2: Poland, yeah, but the people from Ukraine can't get at right. it. And mm-hmm. can you imagine the money? Their money's in banks that have been blown up or or locked up, or locked up, or you know who knows how they're getting their own um, supplies mm-hmm. and just getting across the border i know they bought a plane ticket for someone to help that person get to where they need to be with with their their family Mm -hmm. and they're just um you know a person by person or group by group they're trying to offer some support and aid to and
0: one of the things i noticed that april posted was a lot of time you're working for the 99 and sometimes you find the one. Yeah. yeah. One I like the that, that. They got yeah, I the the that she said to get that. back with her mm-hmm. family. Unbelievable. And it just, if you haven't taken a look at that, you know, if nothing else, just get on April Gates, April and Gates, right? At, is that uh, on Facebook? April, oh, on April Ann and Gates Facebook. And, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, just get on there. see the things that they're, the miracles are creating because they're helping people that are us yeah I and, will and going in,
2: in and to specifically you're not just sending money that nope. may or may not get to the people they're
3: actually
0: Buying delivering the supplies the and products them in. And, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah and we want to thank anyone who listened to this podcast and heard about april and maybe you didn't know her before but you trusted us enough to contribute or make mm-hmm. a donation right. to support that process and what that looks like just because you know us and that was enough or right. you know her or it spoke to you so we want to really just thank you for that and she's still going to be there for a couple more days so there's still a big difference we can make there yes absolutely and um
0: well and i let's think it add- also
3: just puts a spotlight on that we are all part of a shared human experience right. and we can't maybe solve all of the issues that are going on, but there is a place that we can step into contribution and service. That's true.
0: um, Supporting those that uh, are doing that.
3: Right. Right. And it's not an either or situation. It's not like either I can help over there or I can do something over here. We get to shift our thinking into both and what can I, how can I support here, both here and My fellow brothers and sisters that don't live right where I live or, you know, in an accompanying state, but still are part of our shared human experience. How can I contribute and be of service there? Well,
0: and one of the things that I wanted that I added to my post when I reposted her um, post just a couple of days ago was that I want to remind everybody that April and those that she's traveling with all paid for their own travel. Their travel was done by their own money, not from any of the donations that have been given, that have been contributed. Nothing has been paid for to support April and her friends. They have done their own support. Everything, 100%, is going to the people who are just like us. And thank God there are people that are stepping in and helping them. Yeah, Because Mm -hmm. I... You know, I think we take for granted that we're in a position in a place where um, we haven't had the tremendous amount of war on our soil. We've had some horrible things happen on our soil, but we're not in constant like. Like 2014 was the last time there was a huge military combat issue going on in Ukraine what were you doing in 2014? Well, I wasn't yeah. worrying about the fact that Mm-mm. I could just run to Harmons and get whatever it was I needed. Uh, and so yeah, I, I actually am just hearing about this right now. Yes. The 2014. Yeah. <laughs> it's true though. Like yeah, you think no. about, think about all of the countries. That's how disconnected I On think the other side of the are, globe. And mm-hmm. I just, I just feel really strongly that part of the disconnect is that, may not yours anybody's disconnect and part of mine is this this um inability to connect with people our experiences experiencing what's happening who are our age who are raising their kids who are working who are doing the same things that we're doing it's not some country that is completely 100 percent remote that we can't relate to this right right this is this is us Mm -hmm. to steal the quote from the show I think I
3: totally agree with that. And I think that anytime we can look at a situation and somehow distinguish ourselves from them Mm -hmm. or create a space to other, otherwise them. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm somehow totally different from you. Yeah. The, The only reason we do that is so that we can separate ourselves from them and then justify how we treat them differently than how we would treat someone who we see
0: as part of who we are right i'm just lucky i'm lucky that i get to be here so yeah. i don't mm-hmm. need to worry about the others that's mm-hmm. the others than mm-hmm. us i don't i mm-hmm. i struggle with that but yeah not to get all dark and <laughs> Dismal about it, even though it is dark and dismal. No, I'm so because there's grateful, hope there. That's, grateful for April yeah. and her friends and what they're doing. And in anybody their space.
3: who was who, anyone who sent them a message yep. that said, you know, thank you for what you're doing there. Anyone who has, um, made any kind of a contribution or a donation, anyone who has sent any kind of a positive message, anybody Uh, who saw that and said, okay, I can't do that, but I can go down to my shelter and mm -hmm, give there. there. Anyone who's been inspired by that, then thank you. That's what that's about. That's that's part of seeing ourselves as part of that shared human experience. And that is really what makes a difference. And especially when, you deal with traumatic experiences that go on around you. And it's so easy then for things to become polarizing. We have to look for ways to bring ourselves together
0: rather than to allow the polarization to happen. Right. And we need to mention one more time, you know, she's there a couple of more days and this polarizing thing that we experience here we need to make sure that we, like you said, eliminate it so that we can help all of us that are in this global experience. And one of the things that I find um, helpful for maybe when I talk to people to think about is that everything that we give in our dollar, they can buy three times the amount right. there in Poland. Mm-hmm. They, you with $10 can do $30, $30. worth of work, yeah. which in the life of a mom who's there with her child because her husband is off fighting. Cause they can't leave. They can't leave. Please just think about what would I do mm-hmm. if my husband had to suddenly leave and I'm here with my toddler and my newborn baby what $30 could do. Yeah. Right. And I think sometimes we overthink it just a,
3: we overthink it just a little bit. Right. I mean, I think it's easy to go, well, how do you know what's going to be used over there? If you give this or you give that, that they're going to use it for something good. Right. Right. And I remember I was teaching a lesson once and I was talking about, giving a donation to a homeless person on the street. And the response was, well, they're probably just going to go out and buy alcohol or something with that. Right. And my response was, but my gift comes in the giving, right? What they choose to do with it. That's, it's more about, that's not on me. That's, that's them. Yeah. My mm-hmm. gift is my the reward. Mm-hmm. My, you know, how I, what I get from that is in my mm-hmm. willingness to, Give. And I think across the board, our gift is in our willingness to be in grace, is in our willingness to listen, is in our willingness to be in contribution. That's our gift. If somebody else takes advantage of that or whatever, that's that's not that's on them. Mm -hmm. That's not on you. Right.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. You have to give without um, judgment of where that goes. Or
0: gifting means that you're giving without expecting a reciprocal, right, right, thing. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Giving, mm-hmm. yeah, true sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Is, or or just I mean, don't.
2: If right. you can't do that, then just do something else. If you if you don't want to give a money, buy a meal. If you don't want yeah. right. to, you know, do do something that you can do if you want to. Yeah, sure. No, no one's
0: making you. Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't have to do anything, but yeah, yeah. So go, April. Yeah. I sure yeah. am thankful mm-hmm. for what you're doing because it's certainly. Not in my space to yep. be able to do right now, so I'm grateful that I yep. can support. and like you we to said, she's I still there for a couple
3: of days, mm-hmm. so yep. I'm sure she'll still willingly take anything that oh, you for have sure. to contribute. And yep. mm-hmm. um, we're just blessed to have her, and we can't wait to have her come back and on tell the podcast her story. and tell us all about it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. amen. And but wh- April and Ann Ann Gates saw. on Facebook. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: Okay. Well, thank you for that. I'm glad we were able to give a little shout out to her and yeah. um, her. Yeah. And you her know, plight, her their plight, their plight, yeah, with with the her generosity in oh their plight. You know, um, we're all three uh, school teachers, so yeah. I'm sure anybody listening can imagine what has been on our mind the last week. Yeah, and um, and all, you know, not just week, but you know, always for, for years. Um, the first school shooting that I ever knew about, you're gonna say, I'm gonna know what you're gonna say, Columbine. Mm-hmm. Yep um it was on april 20th yep i remember exactly where i was i was teaching 420 Mm -hmm. and i i remember thinking how odd that was it was because those were odd yeah school shootings weren't normal we cannot normalize this ever and um i was teaching probably my what year was that
0: what year was that was it 97 or 98
2: uh, it would have been um, ninety-seven or 98. yeah. Because I was
0: going to say that mm-hmm. was the year that I yeah. was doing my student teaching. Yeah, and my family. So my first year at Pineview was uh, Ninety- ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. I was finishing my student teaching, and I was at Pineview doing my student teaching, and it was ninety-nine. Oh, it was ninety-nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were all at Pineview, mm-hmm. right? So oh were you
2: in, at Pineview mm-hmm. at 99? ninety-nine? Ninety-nine. Yep. Yeah. So uh, and and. That was a surprise that, um, to but, say the least. but I want to date back a little bit when I was in high school and I was in history and I had Mert level, Mert level. And if any of you had Mr. Mert level, you are lucky to have had Mert level as a teacher. He was my teacher in history at pine View. and he recently passed away. And what, uh, what a legend he is a legend for sure. And, um, he taught kids not necessarily a lot of things the funny things that you remember about mert level is that he ate stell donuts and he wore (laughs) he wore red socks because he wanted to stomp on cedar high so he always (laughs) wore red socks and most of the time he wore a drove a moped around so you always saw his um socks he had a comb over and he would (laughs) comb it the other way and he would take his teeth out anything to oh my god to get us to listen all things that i won't do because i'm too um
1: I can't to take, take my, take my I could oh, probably do a just comb check over, just
2: check <laughs> but, um, uh, I just want to think back to when I was, you know, 16 and I'm in his history class and he's teaching about world war two and mind you, this was in 1985, 86 and world war two ended in about 43 ish. And so you're, we're talking 50 years, not, not that long. Right um but as a 16 year old that was like a million years ago yeah. and i'm like yeah. wow that that was a hundred thousand years ago that's never going to happen again so why are we learning about that that was too long ago and what i think some people i think what we've done as a society as learn you know oh that was a school shooting well that was a weird thing that's never going to happen again that's not a thing because that happens that that's other. those people, mm-hmm. those pe- other people it happens to somebody right. else yeah and and we can relate that to what's happening in the Ukraine what happened in Texas what happened in Columbine what happened other places mm-hmm. because it just tends to seem that it's You know, that's, oh, that's someone else Or that was a really long time ago. So that wouldn't happen. And, um, when we were all there at the Columbine situation, do you remember? Yeah. Yep. And you don't even know what to say. I don't, uh, -uh. and And I've read several books, fiction, nonfiction, fictional,
0: historical fiction. Right. Wally lamb was one that, uh Uh you know, my family went into a panic. Because I was a new teacher in a high Mm -hmm. school. And what are you going to do? How are you going to protect yourself? And there's a lot that goes through your mind when you're a first year teacher. And that's something that happens. And it's not supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. We We don't really train for earthquakes anymore. We don't train for earthquakes anymore. And I don't know how many of our friends out there recognize that because I'm not sure how many of our friends have kids in the school system or how many that don't. But as someone who just graduated her last student who, um, I mean a student of, of uh public school, my son and I think your kids too, Patty went through the school system having shooter drills, mm-hmm. having lockouts and lockdowns. Right. And, the amount of time that we spend practicing how to protect ourselves for those can cause some true trauma. Well, at least like this could happen. What this? We, that's yeah. exactly right. Mm-hmm. The fact that the our question. kids very never, young mm-mm. have had to know that I have to learn how to hide from someone who might shoot me in a school. Mm-hmm. And I that have was to be my, quiet and I have to, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that in and of itself is traumatizing for me to think about that. Mm-hmm. That's what my kids, how my kids looked at or had to digest their years at school. Right.
2: Was it, um, Jodi Pico? Is that how Jody you say it? Picole. Jodi Picole.
0: Yeah. Didn't she? she do did one too. Yes. Yeah.
2: I read her book as well.
0: Uh, um, Seconds. uh, 19 19 minutes. minutes 19
2: minutes. And Wally Lambs was. Columbine. Was it it called Columbine? I
0: haven't read that. It's a pretty thick, pretty uh, intense. And it it comes from the perspective of a teacher who was. The hour I first believed. There we go. Yeah. It comes from the perspective of a teacher who was involved in that. Yeah. So, you know, I have people that ask me all of the time. How do you continue to go when you know that that is something that can potentially happen? And I don't know, what do you guys think? How do we continue as teachers um, to go into a, po- a public school setting, into our classrooms, knowing that we are sitting ducks? You know, it was the most interesting post that I read this week. A former student of mine who was and is delightful young man he's a music teacher now at a junior high I want to say up north and so he has multiple students in a classroom like his classroom is you know a music teacher's classroom is way more right I don't want to say chaotic chaotic, but chaotic around, yeah noisy yeah, structured What? not mm-hmm. unstructured but just lots of movement and lots of opportunity for um somebody to come in without noticing. There you go. Mm -hmm. And he had posted a very eloquent post about what these two teachers did at this elementary school last week in protecting their kids. Yeah. And reading his post just took me, took my breath away in that he is one of the students that I would have protected as well. Mm -hmm. And to read that he is now in that place where he is of the mindset that I will protect my students. And it was a really uh, poignant moment for me to think about what it is. Uh, you know, we talk about how it is to be a teacher and all the craziness and all the busy and all of this and all the legislation and all of the craziness of all of the things that come at us as teachers and as a, as someone that is a role model for students. But on top of that, We are protectors and to read about someone that I would have protected had I needed to do that is now put himself in that position as well is gut-wrenching because I can't believe we're still in this place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, it's so hard to believe that after Sandy hook,
3: I mean, you have Columbine and then I think. I think there's a moment that you're like, well, that is... That's not going to happen again. Yeah. That that can't happen again. That was a one-time deal. That could never happen again. It's unfathomable that it could happen again. And then you have Sandy Hook and then you have Marjorie Stoneman. Then... And all the millions, hundreds that happened in between. mm -hmm. And then to see it um, in Uvalde, I just... I, you know, I... And I know all the questions which need to be asked, and I think they're all valid questions about who operated and how, what did the response look like? I think they're all valid questions that need to be asked and answered. But honestly, I think the kids are already telling us everything that as adults in the world, we need to hear. Sure. Um, so when they're telling you that they knew what to do, that they knew the drill, they knew to be quiet To get under their desks, they knew to hide, they knew um, to not say anything. They knew the drill and they're prepared to do it again for the next one. <laughs> then I what I that think say? we have to say adults in this world, we oh we can do better we can do better i'm not suggesting that i have all of the solutions because i certainly don't i don't know any single person who probably does Uh, and i think that there are many factors so those individuals who are saying that it is a mental health issue i think there probably is some of that some situations involved in this right for those who are saying that it is the breakdown of the family that it is the culture of violence i think that you are probably right when we have 12 mass shootings over memorial day weekend after uvalde this memorial day weekend 12 or more mass shootings over the memorial day weekend You're probably right. To some extent, all of those are factors. We've also got to then be willing to say, is access to high-voltage weaponry for people who are potentially in- All of those categories. Yes. Yeah, right. Is that a contributing factor as well? Here's my question. And if it is, then as the adults in the world, the room yes then we get to stand up and do the things that get to be done even if it means that i might have to go through an additional some additional paperwork in order to get the weapon that i know i have a right to access but for somebody to not be able to red flag that this young man in uvalde can get that type of a weapon with that many rounds of ammunition at 18 18, when he can't drink, he he doesn't even have a fully, he can't get a handgun. And you know why he can't get a handgun because they don't want him to hurt himself.
2: I I don't understand how you can get a AR 15, but not a handgun. How can you, why isn't it that you can't get any guns?
0: Like what? until your frontal lobe yeah. is fully developed. Well, we can developed. Talk to, let's talk to Miss Richardson, AP psych teacher. Tell us, Patty, you know the the statistics yeah. and you know the numbers. Well when is the frontal lobe developed? Go ahead.
2: Well, that's the thing. It's in the early twenties. I wouldn't I would say nineteen is too young to choose to buy cigarettes. Twenty one is too young to choose to buy alcohol. Your frontal lobe isn't fully developed until
0: you're 24 25. there's a reason you can't rent a car yeah and there's a reason you can't rent a hotel room right until because you are of the impulsivity five. right
3: because of what kids will do
0: and because here, of that Here's because the they
3: don't see the long-term rapi- right. ramifications, I ramifications. I yeah. to their been, short-term
0: decision making i would yeah. have been incensed when i was 20 to have been told I couldn't have rented a car and rented this and rented that. Right. Because, but at the same time I recognize now why that is a thing, right? I mean, we, 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 we have people that do join the military and serve our country and thank goodness that they do, but legally they still can't do a lot of things. And, and
3: should should those decisions be made at 18 to join the military that's, anyway, you know, Correct. and even then in the military, their weapon is accounted for. It's locked up mm-hmm. when they're not in a they, training right, situation. Right. They have somebody who's acting as a parent in the military parental and, in loco, I think is what it's called, right. right? Which we're considered as teachers in the classroom. We can mm-hmm. act as a parent in the classroom absent a parent. Um, because we know that those were allowed that because we know they're sometimes. not fully. Yeah. Well, and, sometimes. and also
2: the fact that if a person is in the military, they are being incredibly trained. Yeah. On. Right. Gun use, so they're they're being trained, and we can't right. guarantee like this. Eighteen year old could just roll up and buy a gun. I can't roll up and drive a car at sixteen. No, I have to have so many classes. I have to have six months of driving. Right. I have to have a parent in the car with me. Because There's, yes, a, a car yeah, is a weapon for a, sure. C- yes, and so I I actually can't even scuba dive without. Yeah, you have uh, to certify. You've been doing certification classes and classes. I and just classes. certified as a scuba diver uh this last week and I had to take classes to be able to scoop it. How dive. many hours, Patty, did you have to do? Um I had to do probably ten, like in a swimming pool, and then I had to do an open water okay. and then I had to do tests. Isn't that telling? Yeah. Isn't that I can buy a gun without one telling. one hour exactly. Of exactly. Instruction.
0: Right. And I just can't get over the fact that we are the only profession that we have to practice, our kids have to practice staying safe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our kids have mm-hmm. to minimum of four times a year. By practice, law.
3: By law. By law, we have to practice hiding different from a shooter. Hiding yep.
0: from a, a, a shooter. shooter
3: we have to do our fire drills that take us out of the building, but we have to do a Uh in-class shooting and they
0: come by and make sure our door's locked and that they can't hear us us and they Mm -hmm. can't see us and that there's no lights on. Mm -hmm. And what other profession besides education? I'm sure airline, I'm sure there. I'm sure. Yes, yes, yes. And okay. And do any of those involve children exclusively? No. So the fact that this is where our poor kids are at, to do that i just Mm-mm. i can't yeah. as a mom that like chokes me yeah mm-hmm. and so let's talk about first of all i just want a little shout out to cameron cameron i adore you and you are one that i would and you know i hope you know this i would have jumped and protected you as well so thank well, you I, well for here's your the comment. truth of
3: it i think any teacher anyone well, regardless that, yeah. i mean i'm thinking of the worst kid in my class and i would still do it do whatever had to be done to protect that child because that's what my promise is to them yep when mm-hmm. they're in my classroom and well, yeah um you know i i well let me say within reason because i'm not prepared to arm myself nope and that's in my to, classroom i know that. that there's a conversation out there that says that's what we that's how we that's how we should resolve this is yeah. not a conversation about taking weapons away from people who should not have them but let's arm Everybody. every teacher in the classroom let's talk about that
0: yeah, yeah let's talk so about that Actually, i
1: got a question about yeah. that so mm-hmm. how do they expect to, to arm you who's going to pay for that who's going to pay for your training Who's gonna pay for all the gun-related things that you need in your classroom when you guys still don't have money to buy number two pencils?
0: Well, and that's part of the problem is that a lot of that extracurricular or at that extra um, professional development thing, that doesn't that doesn't get included
1: we put a teacher tax uh-huh. on bullet sales that pays for the army of teachers
0: and then i will quit my job too yeah because yeah. i'll never they, carry in my no, classroom
3: there's no
2: there's
0: no place so and it's not honestly
3: it's not even i don't think even about that because i think it goes deeper than that because a lot of those who are advocating for arming our teachers are the same ones who are saying you can't trust me in the classroom to pick what to pick literature book, book yeah. my students oh, should. Oh, right, read right. Book. You can you so trust me with a gun. A gun. Yeah. You can carry a gun. can carry a gun. But you, you can't cannot tell my kids the book what they're that learning. My students should be exposed my kid, to. My kids
0: can't learn um, in your but classroom but because you're. Let's arm you're, you. Yeah,
3: oh, and no, no. Um, <laughs> I just I think I think that all of those are just red herrings to avoid the real conversation, which is, and it happens on both sides. So to the extremes on both sides, stop it. That Mm -hmm. that's what I would say, stop it because you are not helping the conversation about what is reasonable legislation and that could be put into place. That is maybe not everything that one extreme would want, and right. nor is it everything that the other would want, but it does create something in the middle. Let's, that let's, we let's could talk agree about to. English.
0: Let's talk about words. Yes. That word is called compromise. Yes. And if we want Mediation. to use the yes. exact definition, I don't think that the, that is a word that is used. I don't think that... Act Act compromise is, a compromise. Mm-hmm. is not used. It's not a practice. It's either or, which just leads to where we are in the world. Well, that's why we thing. have
3: to demand more. Yep. And the only reason we don't get more is because we don't demand more. And so we have to be willing to tell our representatives, tell our legislators, tell our principals, tell everyone that there are sensible regulations that can be be put in place that are not designed to take every weapon away from a gun owner that there are legitimate reasons why you we all of us mm -hmm, that you can have your weapon that can still protect against not every if not the zombie apocalypse yeah not yeah maybe not that You know, but that could increase the level of safety for ourselves, for our workers, for our kids. And it's not even just that. I mean, what happened in Buffalo at oh the Tops gosh. Market there? That's another 18-year-old with um, body armor. Something should have red flagged when you're buying... Um, when you're 18, an AK 15 yeah. yeah. and you're buying that, you're buying that many AR, weapons and AR, an AR excuse me. Mm-hmm. And you're buying that many rounds of ammunition and you're buying
2: body you, armor. You can't
3: even buy cough syrup if you're not
2: no, old it's enough. No, behind,
0: it's behind the counter. You're right. You absolutely cannot. And do you know that you can't even buy kombucha in certain places? well i don't think you should be able to buy that because that's just disgusting (laughs) it isn't very good but but it's very good for your gut health But see here's the thing though that's what i'm talking about we were in maine and ethan's girlfriend wanted to buy some kombucha and they wouldn't let her do that i mean and she's no, at the, uh, time, the time she was 20, she was something. 20. Yeah. She was 20. Yeah. Please. Where, where is the logical thinking? Where is the reasonableness? There isn't because we're so Polarized. entrenched in our
3: camps. Yes, we are. But mm-hmm. if something like these two incidents in Buffalo and in Uvalde, and then the incidents over the
0: weekend, this whole weekend,
3: cannot at least get us to step into a place that says okay can we at least agree that what we're doing is not working can we at agree least to start from that premise yep. and then say what could Work not solve it all, but what is something we what could can we do on? to reduce the rates of gun yes. violence and gun safety, especially from because these young kids will also pay the ultimate price. The sh- young shooters, oh, yeah. these eighteen year olds who be have prison. been, mm-hmm. you know, uh, who go their online, yeah, yeah, their lives are done. Yeah, yeah, lives yeah. Are done. Yeah. Their lives are done
0: along with the twenty one people. Yeah, they're done, mm-hmm. and the lives of those who are the family of those who are done. Yeah. There's, and then to have, I'm just, this is my political statement of the moment, then to have an NRA convention Convention. days. So insensitive,
3: if nothing else, even if you would have just said, you know what, we don't think we're to blame for this. And at the same time, we appreciate the pain that exists in this community. And because of that, for no other reason, because we acknowledge that we're going to choose to move. Yep. I could have at some level respected that position, Absolutely. but instead to move forward, like that happened. Um, it's just, it's so hard for me to fathom. Where is the humanity the in that happened. conversation? And then right. you have Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, who is in the middle of war crimes going on in his country Country. Mm -hmm. and speaks out to the human tragedy in Uvalde. I'm just like, we can do better Better. and we must do better because we are better than this. We are. We are better than this. Agreed. Agreed. Mm -hmm. So
2: I, you know, I want to know why um, assault ref, assault rifles are available for purchase in the first place. Uh, mass shootings don't occur without an automatic right. weapon because they've got a reload or they've got one more. Well, that's Think of Las, the, Vegas. That's Las Vegas, Las Vegas. The I mean, Las Vegas is um, another. Go ahead. Well,
1: we had a guy in Europe uh, a couple weeks ago, went on a shooting rampage with a bow and arrow, killed five people in a supermarket. Okay. And then a couple of times in China, I've seen people with hatchets go on rampages as well. Yeah. So it's Let's, not let's do
0: five, five the, minus 21. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely oh, oh, yeah. five is oh, five a, a, five too many. 21. Five oh, yeah. is so way too yeah. many. So for
3: sure, a bow and arrow. And I can hear can, that Sean?
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah it's a, I can yeah. totally
3: hear that. If you're committed, if you're committed... They're, yeah, you'll find right. a way.
1: Oh, for sure. But, uh, but, but of five course, is
3: not 21.
2: The, the
1: cra- I think the, the level of crazy is, is equal to the level of access you have to... to
2: Whatever it is. To well, that, that's what I was going to say, is why, why do we have access? Because an 18-year-old is going to be impulsive.
3: They are. Um, they are by
2: nature. We yeah. know that. And it's right. not
0: a derogatory comment. It's a scientific yeah, comment.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. And so that's why I wonder, you know... If an 18-year-old has access to an automatic weapon, that there, there's no reason for that. There's but no it, reason.
1: But yeah, you have the Vegas shooter who was in his mm-hmm. 60s. Exactly. You have this bow and arrow guy who was also in his 60s. Right. Yeah. So.
3: So you're right. He, so I, I, I would totally agree that just just dealing with arm restrictions weapons, safety, um, isn't enough restrictions is probably not going to resolve all of the issues because no. there are mental health
0: issues involved absolutely. in a
3: lot of these shootings. So it isn't a one
0: size fits all. That's, that's right. a lie. absolutely Anybody who came up with a one size fits all in any category. Clothing, well, or anything is mm-hmm. a farce because well, and size does not fit. You know,
2: I was even talking to our um school officer, our school resource officer, last week, and said, "What do you think?" and and he said, "It is. There's not one Solution. way to solve this. There but isn't a one lot, way, but there are
3: ways to." Work towards towards, uh, solution. That's exactly right. Work towards reducing. Right. Listen, I don't know why there needs to be an assault weapon at all. And I would be okay. I would be okay with starting with, if you're under 21, you can't have one. Yeah. An assault weapon. Yes. You can't have one. An 18-year-old doesn't need an AR-15. I'm not going to come after you, adult person, unless there's a red flag law in place that there's a mental health issue. Or there's a felony conviction i think red flag laws are just absolutely that just totally makes sense especially for felony law weapons mm-hmm. yeah um but for law by abiding citizens i don't get it mm-hmm. i don't understand why you need it but i don't have to understand right. necessarily right. what it means to you Correct. for it to be important to you i Correct. get that i can i can understand uh, that i can come to a compromise on that but can you come to me and compromise on an 18 year old does not need access to that A frontal lobe, Mm -hmm. a developing frontal
2: lobe. Mm -hmm. So we had the question. Um, and you know, Sean, you're also a a teacher. Would you be, you know, how, how do we feel about arming ourselves? I'm going to say I won't do it. And I have my concealed weapons permit just because 10 years ago, I got it because my friend was getting it. and I thought, oh, that might be interesting to practice or have fun. We like to go skeet shooting. But um, I I wouldn't uh, carry concealed ever. I'm not confident in it, and I know that, and so I shouldn't. So I certainly wouldn't do that in a, a classroom setting.
1: I know here at the university, I know uh, professors that do uh, conceal carry, and I'm talking to some of the uh, police officers on campus. They are very... Concerned with how that uh, concealment is, you know, yeah. part of the concealment is concealed. concealed. Right? Uh, yeah. There's been students where uh, even stu- even some students who uh, who uh, carry as well with the concealed carrying, and I one incident, a student leaned forward and his shirt came up exposing his gun. Well, the girl that sat behind him, you know, Left out. class had to come apart. And refused to come to class for the rest of the semester. Sure. And so it was like, if you're going to conceal it, you need to conceal that's the, it. Well,
0: and that's part of the rule, isn't it?
1: Yeah. That but, it's but not so.
0: to be, you cannot.
1: Brandish it at any it, time. You can't
0: brandish it and but, it cannot be, you can't tell that someone is carrying. But you don't have to have concealed. You can open Carry.
2: I'm not,
1: I'm not sure what the laws are. You can are open
2: carry in what, Utah.
1: And what what it is here on now, campus now nowadays? I don't, I, don't I
2: don't know about the campus, but I know in Utah you can open carry. You don't have to have a concealed. Yeah, I have t- but s- but I also the the, like that.
1: The cops like to know who has the guns on right. campus. Right. Yeah. The
2: school. Yeah. You know. So sure. it's like
1: if we know that persons X, Y, and Z are in that classroom and there's a school shooter in that building, then they know that there's you know three other people that are sure. concealed carry. I think that
0: that's part of the requirement, too, but they can't mandate that uh teachers identify. Correct. I can't even imagine, though, that you
3: have an 18-year-old sitting in a college class with a concealed weapon and is faced with an intruder and has to pull and kill and shoot an intruder and now is dealing with the repercussions of that. Or
1: that 75-year-old professor.
3: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I'm going to, I'm going to
2: back you up a little bit. I think an 18 year olds, um, ability to recover from that is emotional, emotional, uh, having to do that versus 75 is going to be a different type of recovery, but it, I think it's traumatic both 75 and 18. Yeah. Nobody wants to do that. And that's the one thing I was just going to mention is that, um, uh, fighting a fire only works if you're willing to let the whole world burn. So, fighting fire with fire. Oh so, gosh. if we're going to if if we're willing to carry a gun, we have to be willing to do that. And I'm not I'm not willing, I'm to, not do willing to do any of that. Even um, with but, but the maybe nuttiness. somebody else
0: Yeah. Even with the nuttiness I just of don't this don't school year. Mm-mm. Think about what it is I'm talking about? Oh, I I have
2: students that I wouldn't trust today. If I had a gun on me, I would be scared to death of a student exactly taking it from me. What about well,
1: leveling the playing field? You're saying that removing guns is leveling the playing field. What if we go back to old West days? Yeah, where everybody Everyone has carried, a gun, mm-hmm. everybody carried.
3: Yeah. I, well, I, I mean, I heard that coming from the NRA's convention this weekend and from some of the politicians, that the way you defeat a bad man with a gun is for good to men. A bigger gun. Um, yeah, yeah, to have guns. Interesting that it's all men conversation. Right. But as for a they good man. They did have a great man, fashion
1: show, though. Did you see the fashion ha- show? I missed no. that. <laughs> There's a fashion no. show. It was men and women on how you can conceal your weapon through various layers of different types of clothing oh, and skirts yeah. and, mm-hmm. oh, and live in jackets in my and stuff for the rest of forever. I'm not sure what the background music was for that.
0: Mm. Oh, some,
1: some <laughs> runway walk or something like that. Clearly
0: oh, yeah. clearly. But clearly
3: even that argument is not true because right. you had good men with weapons in Uvalde and that was not enough to protect that Nope. Classroom of kids and those two teachers from a bad man
0: with a high caliber weapon. Right. Right. And, yeah, and, yep. and it's now all I mean, it'd be under investigation anyway, but now it's under deep investigation as to how it's being how it was handled. For sure. And
3: I think there'll always be questions about that, but I don't want it to be lost that but for that young man with that weapon and that many that that much ammunition at his disposal we wouldn't even be having a conversation about how law enforcement responded there so that is the beginning of the conversation that should be investigated for sure but it does discount the conversation that all you need is good men with weapons to defeat a bad man with a gun Uh because that's not true that's not true it's not gonna be yeah it takes good people it takes good people like we are to step up and say this is not good enough for our kids and it's not good enough for my neighbor and it's not good enough for my dear friends that sit on both sides of me it's not good enough for the people I love and it's not good enough for the people I don't even know but don't deserve what happened there.
0: Right.
3: And that's right. what we get to step up and do.
2: Right. And and I I don't I don't think it's a matter like you said it's not a matter of you have to give up all your weapons. No. It's a matter of let's have some civil conversation, some some civil let's have some logic safety yeah let's not put weapons of mass destruction right in the hands Hands of of 18 year olds mm -hmm, yeah Yeah. that's a good start start there let's start that that's just a start i mean there's more that needs
3: to happen but that right there is logical to start Yeah. yeah yeah absolutely absolutely oh man so we i mean we know that this is just the beginning of the conversation and the topic of our podcast is a great day to talk it doesn't mean that it's a great day to talk about always topics that are great fun topics but they're topics that are essential and important for who we are and who we profess to be Mm -hmm. and so thank you for being with us today Uh, we move to our new summer schedule which is the second and fourth Tuesdays of every month. So So we'll be back in two weeks. And we we would love to hear any comments you might have. And peace and love, you guys. Peace and love to you all. And be safe. Happy week.
2: Bye. Thanks for listening to It's a Great Day to Talk. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on your favorite
3: podcast platform. And until next week, get out out there and talk.
1: This has been a production from a podcast studio.